Everybody, welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. What is up, man? What's going on? What are we doing here? We got uh, a couple we have folks a guest. hanging yeah. out. It's oh, guest time. It's it, been a minute. It has. We've done. A, we've done a few episodes <laughs> without. You picked a doozy here. This is the Parlay Pounder. Oh, yeah. Jabron. Yeah, Jabron. <laughs> Whoa. Here from Where's the Line, yep. I've heard about this, so we, we might have to dig into that a little bit. Yeah. Well, so, talking about sports, before we uh, get into this, we just mm-hmm. went to Top Golf. Is that considered a sport? Oh, yeah. That's it's definitely like practicing fun. Yeah. a sport. Yeah. We did sport it we up did. a little bit. Yeah, you. I mean, you can wager. Did you bet on it? Yeah, you can bet. Oh shoot, you can. <laughs> of course, you can bet on it. I betted that Morgan didn't let go of the club when she. Was- mm. <laughs> Nobody fell down, which yeah. is probably. I right. did not yeah. hit anybody. Were you guys on the second or third level? Second. Second. The second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those nets, I guess, do work. I've never seen it firsthand, but I've talked to a lot of people that have been in a group where they maybe had a. <laughs> few too many Michelob Ultras, <laughs> right? and they lose their balance. That's what them. I was drinking. Yeah. yeah. Is that, that's probably, if you go oh, do something like that, you only drink Michelob Ultra, don't you? Yeah. yeah. That's that's yeah. the goal. Oh, it has to be. you're talking about the nets to catch you. I was <laughs> yes. thinking, okay, that is <laughs> probably legit, but I was thinking about the nets catching the balls, right, because yeah. Ben almost hit one, I thought, do, do the balls actually go over the nets and hit the businesses around? I think you'd really have to get a hold of you'd one. You'd have to get a hold of one. Like Mike, Mike Trout might be able to do it, but that's about it. I'm not a golfer, mm-hmm. but I was just swinging as hard as I could. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. You know. That's the way to do it. Yep. And it was, I was close. I, was, I hit that back net probably 10 times. And oh, I, nice. I thought like I should get extra points for that, and it said zero every time. Right. So yeah. stupid. What kind of you have that? to be within the... Th- the three pillars in the, on the back wall to get points. Oh. Yeah, so it has to be long oh. and straight for you to get points on the back wall. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. I thought you just yeah. had to hit the net, the buckets or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's something on the back. Oh, okay, okay. And that's that, what I've figured out anyway. And was that one I do the same thing. <laughs> Minneapolis a little shorter? Yeah, it that was only like, like 225 or something. I think so. the one in Omaha is 300 to the back. Yeah, so while we were getting our car stolen up in Minneapolis, right. uh, we are at Top Golf, <laughs> and I actually hit the back wall a couple of times and got some points on that, too. Yep. So Still didn't beat my nephews every single game, but no, mostly I did. I never would admit it. I didn't let them think that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't close at all to the back net, like those first few... What do you call them? Holes, buckets, yeah. whatever they are. Targets. Yeah, targets. Whatever. Yeah. It's fun. You know, it's a fun it's way fun. to kill. It's a fun way to kill an afternoon. I it did is. not know you could bet on it though. Even that though, from a <laughs> from like all the points that you would score or whatever. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm just trying to hit as hard as I can. Exactly. And yeah. I bet you had Rip like it. probably more points. Way just more. You had like oh, yeah. double what I had. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. that's uh, where we were at. So. I think it's awesome. It's great. I think one of Top Golf's biggest like sponsors is a sports book. But like, DraftKings is one it, of their biggest, yeah, uh, biggest yeah. sponsors, and they are definitely into daily fantasy, and uh, they have their own sports book as well. So, yeah, they're they're hmm. big into it. DraftKings is. That's yeah. interesting. Huh. Yep. Hmm. So today we're so, talking yeah. about sports. Well, what we thought was we we <laughs> got so little bit of background, like full yeah. story. So obviously everyone knows. Um, Andy obviously does the the podcast with us co-hosts here. And he does another podcast called Where's the Line mm-hmm. with his bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why don't you get, you guys want, you want to say a little something about that real quick? 
Yeah, sure. So, you know, well, like we've talked about before, sports was always a big part of my upbringing. And I've just been fortunate enough to be able to kind of dovetail a few of my career choices to keep that as part of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of times there's such a shelf life uh, to being an athlete and then you got to hang up the cleats or whatever. And I've just been fortunate enough to be able to be involved with not only broadcasting high school sports and some uh, Division II NAI collegiate sports, football and baseball and such, um, but I also thought it would be pretty cool to launch a sports betting podcast. And my brother, who is already heavily involved with it, jumped right on board with me. So it's been a lot of fun. And uh, casinos, sports gambling, everything across the board is becoming more and more normalized, like the stigma's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's becoming legalized in Nebraska. So I kind of thought, now's the time. If we're going to do something like this, let's launch it and see where it goes. Cool, yeah. So folks listening know Andy for sure. We've been through a ton of episodes. So, mm-hmm. Jared? Yeah, uh, I'm Andy's younger brother. Uh, like you said, we've just been sports fanatics our whole lives. Uh you know, from growing up watching him play college football to, you know, uh, me trying my shot at college football and then, you know, trying to figure out where to go from there in the sports world. And uh, this is a big way to keep involved. Uh, I'm a huge Carolina Panthers fan. Mm. He's a Bears fan, so we always got to throw shade back and forth with that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, a big part of our weekends are sitting down, looking at the books and seeing where we're going to throw some money at. Nice. So the um – the brand that you guys are creating, the the podcast, Where's the Line? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are talking about sports betting, so on and so forth. And what you just mentioned right there, you talk about the Carolina Panthers and the Browns and so on and so forth. So did you win, apparently, on the logo design? Because what's up with yeah. the colors? Yeah, well, the colors. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think Andy, uh, yeah, kind of tailored to me <laughs> up with the logo. It has some light blue tint to it, some Carolina <laughs> Panthers colors to it. I think it's just that I look good in this color, and he really uh, wanted to promote me. Um, you know, looking good because he's already the better looking one of the two. So, so he's the brains and you're the brawn? Or that, what's up? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's mostly that. how we how we've always been. So I'm I'm the bigger one, and he's he's the more sly guy. So that's yeah. funny. Jared was always the more. He was the best athlete. We have two brothers. There's three brothers, right? And I'll give Shane the nod. And he was a smart point guard, basketball yeah. point guard, uh, probably the best. Basketball players, as far as being cerebral and reading the court and things of that nature. Uh, but Jared was the most athletic by far. I mean, he could dunk a basketball. He got recruited to play Division two football, all, all those things. So you got to – don't let him fool you. On that <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, obviously we've all gotten to know each other down here in the studio and, yeah. and what you guys have going on. And um, I thought from the – common folk podcast mm-hmm. the common folk perspective mm-hmm. even for myself in general you know the stuff that you guys are talking about i know nothing about so like right. I, you know, obviously I like i, I, I grew know. up yeah morgan same boat we're both um ath- athletes like right. we both came up playing like mm-hmm. doing all these kinds of things um but but never really took it any further than that like what what you touched mm-hmm. on earlier andy you know where you take it where you hang up your cleats and you you stay in the game yeah right. um totally watch all those kinds of things our kids have played now you know we've got a d1 college athlete we've got uh a a top of the line uh, national championship cheerleader Mm -hmm. we've got uh this boy coming up who thinks he's going to be the next basketball (laughs) all-star yeah you randy moss somebody (laughs) you got moss yeah 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 he's he's starting to get into football he's doing pretty decent heck yeah Um, love it 
So sports has always been something part of our families for sure. Mm-hmm. But this whole betting thing and how mm-hmm. all this stuff works, like we know nothing about it. And I feel like there's probably a lot of people listening that don't mm-hmm. either. And there's a lot of terms that you guys use and the industry uses and so on and so forth that I thought, man, let's chat about that a little bit. Let's let's yeah. learn. And then if folks have some more interest, then just kind of point them your way so yeah, they can sure. kind of figure out what's up with that. Yeah, well, I think there's a couple of things that, that sort of happened. And one of them being that sports betting, sports gambling, it's not a taboo subject anymore. And it was when we were growing up. For sure. Especially in Nebraska. Well, just the word gambling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just in general, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It makes like, well, what's oh, going on? Um, but the more you look into it, like there's some of the best in the world. Uh, they got had. Uh, there's some really good interviews where they thought, all right, I got made a bunch of money doing legit stuff. And they invested it in the stock market with an investor and he lost all their money like, oh, sorry. And he's like, this never happened to me sports betting wise, you know, <laughs> even though I'm using an offshore account. Yeah. So like, he, I mean, and I'm talking about that Walsh dude, you know, mm-hmm. um, but he's got a system now where he's got people running around doing different bets at different and it's all directed and they're all communicating. They're watching the newspapers. Well, back in the day, you know, who's injured, who's playing, who's got time off, you know, all these things. So, um, with that, you can also you can look at it as it's not as crooked. In fact, it's probably less crooked than you would think. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. just mm-hmm. you're coming from a pure place. Do you think this team is going to sport score more points than that team? Mm-hmm. And if so, how many? Okay. You yeah, know, that's what, really what it breaks down to. Yeah, for sure. And just for you know, uh, football is the biggest one of them all. Everybody waits around for football season to start betting and everything. And for every football game, there's three three bets that are, you know, that take the cake. There's the spread, which would be who, um, you know, like the Kansas City Chiefs are picked to win by one point this week. That would mean the spread is minus one to Kansas City, and they're playing Tampa Bay, so they would be plus one. So if Kansas City wins by one point, it's a wash. If they win by two, they cover the spread. If they win by if they win by just one, Tampa Bay would cover the spread in their aspect. Moving on from that, there's a money line bet, and that's just picking who's going to win, who's going to lose. So uh, the odds for Kansas City to win this weekend are minus 115 money line, which would mean you'd have to risk $115 to win 100. So that's when you see a minus 150 or a minus 105 or a minus 120. You have to risk that much money to win $100 because that's where sports betting is kind of in the increments of. Hmm. And then the third bet that every football game has is an over-under. So the Kansas State Chiefs versus Buccaneers this week is an over-under of 45 points. So if you go over 45 points with both teams score together, so if it's 21 to 21, you know, and they tie, that's a 42 point and the under would hit. Oh. If it's, you know, 32 to 27, the over would hit. So hmm. that's a, that's a, those are the three main bets on an NFL football game or just any football game right. in general is uh, yeah, the, the point spread, the money line, and the over-under. That's uh, yeah, for sure. So that's definitely some stuff that I didn't understand yeah. before. So yes, that, sir. that helps. But yeah. who picks that? Like the forty six that you said. So who sets that? The book. Which well, would, who's the book? The casino. <laughs> the casino or Sports Vegas or yeah. So there's some like there's authority. Some yes. Body. 
not just a person. It's like a governing group that decides. Yes. We've seen all these stats. Mm -hmm. We're crunching numbers. But is there, I guess the thing is, is there... It's is not there a universal. few different books? Yeah, yes. it's not universal. Oh. Yeah. A, a book or sports book, you know, is, is like by definition is just a place where somebody can bet on an outcome of a sporting event. And that would be a casino. Like we said, DraftKings is an app. FanDuel's an app. Uh, any sports book that's in the corner of a Vegas, you know, casino, they have lines. You know, it's just anywhere that you can bet at would be considered a book and they will have different odds at every one of them. Mm. They're pretty much going to be the same and they switch when the other people switch, but because they kind of follow each other, they follow each other. And why is this going down? Why is this going up and everything? But a book quote unquote is just a place that you can bet at. Oh, so it's like gas stations. Yes. And it's also (laughs) one of the things that keeps it on the level, keeps it legit because everybody's in charge of their own book. So if you, if, and they all have what they called cappers, or bookies. Those are the guys that are setting the line. So like uh, War Horse Casino, when they get sports betting here in Nebraska, they'll probably have, what would you say, a dozen guys yeah. working on that line for, for sure. every game that they're going to put out there. And, and it might and be- And that's di- their job. That's their job. They're cappers. That's their job. Odds maker, a line maker, or yeah. capper. Yep. And it might be a little different than the casino down the road or, or DraftKings app. No doubt. Um, but that, that also, you know, you're in charge of your own destiny as the book, but also as the better. And that's another thing that, you know, at the next level, you're told shop it around. For sure. So you're supposed to have multiple books. Like if you really want to get into sports betting, you should have probably, what'd you say? I would say at least three to four books that you're looking, you know, so I have, I have two books that, you know, I, that I place bets on right now, but I always have DraftKings and FanDuel that I can go back to and say, okay, is this line where Vegas has it? Or is this just what my, you know, South Dakota and Nebraska friends are betting on right now, and that's what's dictating the line. A good um, example of that would be the Nebraska Husters right now. They opened up at a three-and-a-half-point favorite this weekend against Indiana, and by now it's changed in about every book in America to six-and-a-half points. Ridiculous. So we're getting another field goal added But why is that changing? Because people are betting on us to win. And really, exactly. Oh, come on. So they start. So basically, they start. Uh, they start tallying all these bets, exactly. and they're like, "Hey, more people think they're going to win, so, so we need to raise the, the number a little bit." You got to up the line, gotcha. So yeah. they can get more bets on the bottom side of that, mm-hmm. so it'll even mm-hmm. out for Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yes. Or the cap. Otherwise, people lose. Everyone's losing. Well, the otherwise, book, or too many books. Be, okay, lose. books will lose yes. and other people win, and, yes. and that's bad. So if you bet, what happens if you bet when it was three? It's locked. You got that. You get oh. that three. It's locked. Okay. And early bird gets the worm. Man. And that's oh, okay. a, a big yeah. thing that we try to uh, push on our podcast is if if you see a line and you like it, lock it in because mm. it could move sideways, up, down, whichever way. If you like it where it's at, lock it in now because it probably won't be the same once game time hits. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So when can they? When do they stop moving the line? Like right, right at right kickoff. Right when the game. Yep. Like DraftKings. So 30 the... seconds before it could change. Yeah, yeah you, can, you can lock a bet in for, you know, an NFL game on noon at 11.59. Really? I've done it many times. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> the the D-Gen. Yep. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. But that's also a misconception um, that that point spread is somebody saying or the bookie saying Nebraska is going to win by seven. No, what that line is trying to do is generate action and mm-hmm. even action. It's trying to get 50% of the betters to go one way and the other half to go the other way. So when you start to see a discrepancy there where 
crazy Husker fans are overbetting their favorite team again. For sure. Uh, what ends up happening on the backside a lot, especially like personal books, personal bookies, they got to find somebody uh, that's out of whack on a different bet. So like, let's say a crazy Alabama bookie. Yeah. Uh, so they'll trade, they'll trade bets to try and even each other out, mm. you know, because it's, it's all about even money. Where the casinos, where the books, where DraftKings make their money is off what's called the vigorish or the vig, the juice. And that is that 115, the minus 115. You got to wager $115 to win 100. That's where they're making their money. It's, it's yeah. not just you losing bets. It's a commission that books put on every bet yeah. to make sure that they don't, they're going to win money on every bet no matter what. Mm-hmm. So that's why you got to risk more than you're going to win. So that's mm. just the juice. So when you, you mentioned earlier, you were saying like, so if, if Vegas is at, if Vegas has the line at this number or whatever. Yeah. So like, is everything in Vegas on the same number? Not necessarily. Okay. Um, no, like, like I said, it can be, you know, MGM Grand is here. Okay. You know, the, you know, whatever other casino, the Flamingo or whatever could be, you know, a point down from that. But most likely it's going to catch up. Because they're, they're, they're all watching each other. They're yeah. all watching yep. each other. Yep. Uh, like I was just out there maybe a month ago for a big UFC event, UFC Fight Night. And um, uh, we went to about three different casinos and put the same bets on every casino. And you would be pretty amazed by what the line was at this hotel. Walk 100 feet to this hotel and you get you know plus money for you know the fight that I just had. Uh, minus money on the other side mm-hmm. and plus money. Sorry that I'm not uh, elaborating on this stuff. Plus money would be when, you know, I said a minus 115 bet. It would be a plus 115 bet, which would mean you would only have to risk a hundred dollars to win the one. So gotcha. that's the kind of bets that people like to see if uh, the bigger value bets or whatever, you know, light up people's eyes sure. is when there's a plus symbol in front of a bet instead of a minus. So, with your guys' podcast name, yeah. where's the line? You've said this a couple different times, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I'm still trying to learn here. So, <laughs> the line is what? There's a lot of different lines. Okay, so like, <laughs> so that's what kind so of where's we're your at. line? Oh, oh. <laughs> and I, you know, after I did some research, I was kind of annoyed that there's some like political shows out there called Where's the Line. Oh, you know, like, sure. Oh, yeah. Give me no, that ain't us. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's that totally different crowd. That can't be. Right. Mm-hmm. So, no, but where's the line? So, asking the three big questions that Gibran, uh, Jared started off with, you know, where's the point spread line? Where's the money line? Um, where's the over under line? Yeah, the over under line, you know, the big ones. And, okay. And we just try and, we try and elaborate on those, why we think that. Uh, for me, um, I think a, I was always interested way early on way early on listening to like those espn guys talk about who's gonna win and then you know there's always an argument right and then they'd have a loud guy come on and say yeah. no they're gonna win <laughs> no they're gonna win yeah <laughs> and meanwhile you know you look at okay they're a 14 point favorite you know but you think the other team's gonna win why is that people that have money on the line cappers bookies casinos and people betting on it are saying no this team's a two touchdown favorite you know, why is that? Why is that different than what you think? And I was always fascinated with that. And if you follow it, uh, those books in football, they're it's, not off by much. It's crazy. They're pretty good. So if it's not football season, mm-hmm. then what is the big sport? Well, Golf is big, you guys. Yeah, there's, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty much everything. It's pretty right? much anything yeah. you, can, you, you can think of now. Um, 
the reason that I believe that sports betting got really you know mainstream and why it's you know been pushed ahead as much as it has been in the last ten years is fantasy football because over forty million. Americans play fantasy football every yeah. year yep. and it's just been, you know, this crazy transition into okay, I'm I'm doing it against my friends, now I want to do it against everybody in the state, and then yeah. I want to do it against everybody in the world. So I really believe it a lot of it stemmed from that, but from what you said, uh we we you know, we bet on basketball, we bet on baseball, we bet on hockey. Like you said, the Masters, UFC is a really thing, a really fun uh, thing to uh, okay. bet on. NASCAR is fun too. Yeah, NASCAR is yeah. fun, <laughs> but you can bet on about horses? anything. Horses? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Okay. I mean, that's, that's like that's like that's, like that's one of the originals for yeah. sure. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, definitely. if you had to ask me what started it, would be that, but Probably. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That's a state. Yeah. For okay. Sure. Yep. And and that's how uh, uh, for people that don't know, I mean, across the United States. More and more states and locations are legalizing gambling. Mm-hmm. And how Nebraska had to go about it and get it legalized uh, was working with the horse tracks. And so if you – they worked with the uh, the association, Benevolent Horse NRA, whatever it's called. Um, but they worked together to where these casinos have to be built on a horse track. Mm-hmm. So um, there's three different gambling measures that were brought to the table last year. And all the provisions really checked out with the public, so much so that two of these measures passed by 68, 69%. And that's like almost high. Yeah, that's almost unheard of when it comes to a public vote like that. Um, However, uh, then our governor saw that and he didn't like it. So he had to try to get it vetoed like he did the three times prior that it did pass. Um, So he just didn't sign them, they're just sitting on his desk. So then what? Well, now there's there's been a few provisions passed. I think what this past weekend was the first weekend of slot machines yeah, being first, opened in Lincoln. Yep, they finally got slot yep. machines in Lincoln at the racetrack. Uh, but, the, you know, everybody is a common misconception that it was the brand new casino and you could do it, you know, everything full tilt. But they literally just, you know, kind of scooted all the horse track stuff out and put these 400 mm. uh you know, slot machines, <laughs> slot machines in, out in the barn. <laughs> and it's, it's just the, you know, the original building that was out there. It's not the brand new, mm-hmm. you know, state of the art thing. So, uh, had a lot of people confused this weekend in Lincoln, but at least there is, you know, progress and you can go there and gamble yeah. now. Well, it, I mean, before it you, is happening. where we are in Omaha, you just went 15 minutes and yeah, you could I, do it in Iowa. Exactly. So, and know. even the apps that Jared's talking about, DraftKings, FanDuel, there's a, a whole number. The whole, Basically, the whole sports book is in gray. It's dead yeah. when you're in Nebraska. Now you get halfway across the bridge into Iowa, they all light yep. up and you can start betting. Yep. How ridiculous is that? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Is, it does seem where, awesome. where your cell phone is. The uh, Yeah, so it picks up on your location. It yep. says, okay, you're in, you're in an Iowa. area that you're allowed to do these betting, yeah. this betting, yep. uh-huh. and now you're in an area where you're not. Yeah. So I want to ask, why is that just sitting on the governor's desk? I mean, there's probably got to be a lot of things. You're going to have to but... write your local representative. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of thinking heads that are a lot smarter than us and okay. have a lot more money than us. So. That's been going on for a long time. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I agree, but I just yeah. didn't know it, with that percentage that you gave earlier, yeah. that seems... It passed four years ago, a lot of these different measures oh. with different provisions, but it got vetoed. Once mm-hmm. it once it passed, it got vetoed. This time, it was at such a level, and there was such support 
Uh, our governor couldn't veto it is from my understanding what I got out of it. Okay. Um, but he didn't have to sign into law though. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't understand it either yep. all the way. Um, Nobody does. But uh, hmm. it, it is happening. And uh, one of the governing entities that's pushing all this, um, it, it's an Indian tribe uh, and the benevolent horse racing group of Nebraska. Um, they had an interview about a month ago and they said, look, these are going to get up and running within a year. And then about a year after that, we'll probably have the sports books and all those fun, fancy toys that everybody So does that has. make you guys so excited? It does. Very much so. For yes. me, yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, good for your pocketbook, bad? Well, yeah. It, well, we'll keep, we'll keep winning like we do. <laughs> yeah, definitely good for <laughs> the mean, pocketbook. Yeah. But no, it's, uh, if you've ever been to a sports book, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's more of a, it's not just like a place to go spend money or whatever. It's, it's so that you can, you know, it's a lot more fun to watch the games when you have a little bit of change on it or whatever. Uh, but you get your buddies, go down to the sports book. You're already going to a bar most likely and, you know, you know, drinking beers and watching the game or whatever. But if you can go to the sports book that has a bar, you know, you can throw on, you know, a plus $700 bet, you know, throw a $10, you know, bet on that and win 70 on Tom Brady scores the first touchdown of the game. It's just fun stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, never get out of control with it. You know, I know a lot of people do and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, heart goes out to those people. But, you know, keep, keep it low, keep it low key. And uh, it's a lot of fun. For sure. So what you guys are doing today, then in one way or another could whatever you guys are involved in, would it have been illegal at some point? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's, you couldn't open any apps like that. No. And, uh, it's pretty crazy. Like we, we keep talking about DraftKings, mm -hmm. um, and DraftKings, you know, probably came into fruition probably about five years ago or, you know, really hit it, re really hit it hard. And it's been legal in Nebraska that whole time, but, only on the fantasy daily fantasy sports side of it, okay, and because they consider that a a um, a game of skill that you're picking your own players and mm -hmm. putting them in a lineup, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but to bet on the actual game is called the skill a uh, game That's of chance or whatever. Gambling. So you yeah. can't do that. Huh. So you've been able to use these apps in in some way or fashion. Um, but you just can't, you know, use the whole function of the sports book. But it's pretty crazy that they consider, you know, you putting $100 on a lineup, you know, uh, a skill, but putting $100 on, you know, the Cleveland Browns to cover mm -hmm. is a game of chance, hmm. which they both are. But For they, sure. they justified yeah. it one way. Right. Yeah. Well, and also, uh, I mean, we're on this moral high ground, I feel, as a state, yeah. you know, like yeah. we're, we're looking down at South Dakota and Iowa. How right. dare you yeah. guys? <laughs> you know, gee whiz. Right. And meanwhile, we, I mean, this was way back in the 90s, we passed a lotto and that basically is just stealing money. I mean, the, the odds are so low for everybody that buys a ticket. That's a joke. Mm -hmm. So we can live with that yeah. as a state, as taking money from basically right. the poor. Right. You know, right. if you look at the yeah. stats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, oh, Jabron, you betting on the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> Not going to go along with that one. Yeah. Nope. No doubt about it. So uh, two things, th three things. Yeah. One, I want you to uh, say again. I want you to explain again <laughs> <laughs> these three lines because go. I picked up a little bit on it. Yeah. And uh, maybe I'm just the kind of guy where I'm like, 
I, I don't know. I like maybe I wasn't fully listening or something. No, but anybody else that's listening, like I, w- I want to understand that. No, it, it so ta- give me that one yeah, more time. No, it takes a lot to you know. You just can't pick this up on the first time. Like we've even started some you know things on our podcast, some informational stuff. Just don't mm-hmm. go run out there and throw a hundred bucks on your favorite team yeah. without knowing yeah. you know what a minus. 210 bet is or you know the over under is at 60 okay so the three bets of every football game would be the point spread and for example i'll give you indiana and nebraska right now is minus five towards nebraska so if nebraska wins by six they cover the spread so the so yeah so that's something for somebody to think about first of all you say minus five so that means that they think Nebraska's going to lose. No. no. See, that's, ah. that's, what, we, that's we what I'm getting at. That's, yes. that's okay. where the confusion is. Yes. The plus in yeah. front of their name, that's the They're underdog. getting those points. Yeah. Okay. So Indiana's plus five. So they get five points added to their score. So if they lose to us by four, they cover because they're plus five. So, that, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. And yep. if we only win by five, here's the misconception here. If we win by five, we don't cover. So basically a good way to explain this, what yes. you just said, the way That's that I understand it is at the end of the game, yes. you take the score. So yep. you say Nebraska is minus five. Yes, sir. That means look at the final score, take five off of Nebraska's yep. points. So that's the, be- that's the best way to understand Because when you say yes. it up front, it feels like, oh, Nebraska's going to – they're saying that Nebraska's going to be five less at the end of the right. game. Yeah. But yes. that's not what it's saying. No, that's – It's saying, wait, once the end comes – Take five off of their score, and then let's see where we still beat everyone. Them? Yeah, yep. Nebraska's yep. giving five points to Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Okay, that's and what so it that's is. A, that helps me. And okay. we're obviously diehard Husker fans. So yeah. when we say we, we're saying like we're part of the team. We we're, definitely we're, we yeah. are because we are we are yeah. we are Herbie. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, so we got that one. So yeah. then, so then with, on that one, yes. When you're when you're betting on that, yes. How do you bet on that? Plus so, five, minus five, whatever it is. Yeah, so the the odds on any spread are going to be minus one ten every time. So the minus five that we you know we're getting, we have to win by five. Saying the Huskers are minus five, that's a minus one ten bet. So we would have to risk one hundred and ten dollars to win a hundred on that bet okay. every single time. Okay. So, so you make that bet <clears throat> if the Huskers score five or more. So you win hundred bucks, the, or you the, win, or whatever. Yes, the the common misconception on this is that for for the the team that is supposed to win that that has the minus in front of their number, they have to win by a point more than that, or it pushes. Okay. So if we okay. just win by five, okay, it's a push, and you get your money you just back. Get your money back. You just get your money back. Gotcha. So you got to actually win by six if you're minus okay. five, which right. is pretty crazy. But that's a, some pretty basic yes shit right there that we're talking about. But that's like. If you no. don't know, like us, if it's you don't like, know, you don't know. Exactly. Okay, that yeah. totally makes sense. It does. All right. no, yeah. it, but that, is it always 110? Uh, no, it changes. For for, <laughs> for for the spread bet, yes, it's a it's a minus 110 bet. Okay. The but the spread moves up and down. But the, the <clears throat> what you have to risk will stay the same on a, sure. on a cover. Yep. Okay. I and, think I got that one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and so the second one would be money line. Money line means pick them. Okay. Just winner. Pick whichever who's going to win, and that's where you're going to see some pretty outrageous, uh, you know, odds. So Nebraska, so since we're favored, is a minus two ten money line, which would mean we have to risk two hundred and ten dollars to win a hundred. So when when you know people are favored by a lot, there's not a lot of you know 
value value and but why would anyone yeah. do that then because it's a lock so when you, you when you put that well it's not a lock for nebraska obviously but <laughs> right. um you know when people see like a minus 325 or a minus 210 that is a real big indicator that this team is going to win that game and when you risk that two hundred and ten dollars, you're you know you're not actually thinking that you're risking it because there's a pretty good chance you're going to get that that your two ten back and your one hundred exactly yeah. exactly. And but like let's see right now if I if I actually do this bet and I put you know twenty five dollars you know on Nebraska, mm-hmm. I would have to risk fifty two and a and fifty. $52.50 to win 25. Okay. That's not very good value. Mm-hmm. You know, for mm-hmm. for a common mm-hmm. for a common man, you know, just that likes to put 25 bucks, 50 bucks on a game, that's not good value. Yeah. Now, looking at the other side of this, we know Nebraska can lose this game obviously. Indiana is sitting at a plus 175 money line. So, if we put $100 on Indiana right now and they win the game on Saturday, we would win you know, our hundred back and in one hundred and seventy five. Yep. So doesn't it seem like like for someone who doesn't bet again like me, I don't have a full understanding of this. Yeah. I I just would have assumed that if it was a minus two ten or whatever that you're talking about earlier. Yeah. So then if I bet a hundred on Indiana, then I would get the two ten. Right. Yeah. No. But it's the books. The books <laughs> no. get to control that. Exactly. So you need to be watching for that. Exactly. Yeah. You know you and money line bets it's so, you know, kinda out of whack or whatever. It's just yeah. how people are betting it. You okay. know? Yeah. It's uh you know, the more and more people that put this two ten on Nebraska to win, the more that number is gonna jack up. I mean, sure. I bet by Saturday it's gonna be at a minus three hundred bet for Nebraska to win this game. And there's just no value in that to risk yeah. three hundred dollars yeah. to win a hundred. So that goes back to what you guys were saying earlier. Yeah, get in early because exactly, it'll jack. You up. only have to put in two hundred and ten. So, yep, to yeah. win your one hundred right now. But a week from now or whatever it is, yep, uh, it'll be all the way. It up might to... be three hundred or three hundred ten that you have to put in to win your one hundred. Yes, yeah. sir. Okay. And that's also where it's really fun. Like if you feel you got an edge or you know something, yeah, and you're feeling really good about an underdog. It goes the other way then. That sure. like a plus three hundred, meaning they're the underdog. Now that means I wager a hundred dollars to win three hundred. Right. So yeah. And there, and you hear those stories all the time. Like, oh, a guy made a ten dollar bet and won a thousand dollars. But yeah, he made a bet on a huge underdog. underdog, which usually, a lot of times those bookies and you know your cappers they'll make those lines because it's just easy money. Of course, Mike Tyson's going to win this boxing match against he, Buster Douglas. Now that that's one of the biggest ones of all time. That was a forty-two to one uh, type of odd scenario there. Hmm. One of the greatest really? defeats or losses yeah. ever. Forty-two so, to one. Yeah. Yep. And he knocked him out. So a one-dollar bet. What's that? Forty-two dollars. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But uh, but then it gets amplified. A hundred-dollar yeah, bet. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, but like we're saying, like you know. With that money line, it's so crazy. Like Andy was saying, like Alabama's going into Arkansas this week. Alabama's sitting there at a minus 800 hmm. to win this game on a money line. So do you really want to, you know, we think that Alabama's going to win this game, but can you risk $800 on yeah. them winning this yeah. game? right, sure. Um, you know, that's where, you know, you kind of pull that out of there and say, you know, it's not worth the buck. But on the other side of that, Arkansas is plus 500 Plus five hundred to win the, uh, to win on money line, so you just have to risk the one hundred to win the five hundred. Gotcha. But are they going to beat Alabama? Probably not. Probably so not. it's right. it's right. It 
the big, the greater the odds, the more likely it's not going to happen. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. just like Andy says, if you have an edge, jump on it early and you know ride with it. And so like an edge that if you knew those two teams and you know it was Arkansas's homecoming, Alabama's coming off a short week, like they played a Thursday night game or something, mm-hmm. and now they got to turn around and hurry up and play again. Like that'd be a great time to get that in on Arkansas. They'll still probably lose, mm-hmm. but the probabilities, some of the things are adding up to say you heard all of them had the flu. Yeah, there like, you go. That's yeah, a, that's yeah, a, okay. Is that the kind of crap oh. that you guys give? You guys give out to the <laughs> well, that's the kind of stuff that we have to research before we uh, record every week. So yeah. no doubt about it. You know, an annoying thing, and I'm, it's still happening is COVID's affecting teams. Oh, still? Sure. Yeah. Are they so, testing? Uh, I mean, I think so. Okay. Yeah. And. Uh, I don't even. I'm in the. I'm in the group. I don't consider the U.S. Open a, a real deal. The the tennis match. What was his name? Didn't even get a play. Oh uh, yeah. The number one yeah. ranked tennis yeah. player in the world. Yeah, they wouldn't Nadal play. Or, yeah. yeah. No, Nadal. Nadal got this, the jab. Uh, the other guy, Jokic. Oh okay. Jokic. Yeah, I don't even know. Jokic. Um, but like. Can because you, he tested positive. No, because mm-hmm. he won't get the shot. He wouldn't. He so wouldn't. He yeah, play. he wouldn't do it. And they're like, you, you're not playing, man. Yeah. Even though everybody's life. And, oh my you know, gosh! And that—that's that, a whole nother story. But then, but that—that that affects the betting line so much. So, like when that opened up, let's say you wanted to bet tennis, you just assumed the number one player in the world was going to be at the highest profile tournament right. of the year, and that did. You remember that? Yeah. There was a lot of fallout. Wins. I know. So it threw all those sideways. Yeah, you just saw that line just basically flip. Like, okay, now who's the favorite? Now how much mm. are they favored by? You know, mm. it just opened the door for so many other guys yeah. to advance in oh. a tournament which they wouldn't have had mm-hmm. Jokic been playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And uh, there's there was cases last year where football teams would have like five or six, seven guys test positive for COVID on like a Friday. Games on Saturday. They have to sit out. Like, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's crazy stuff. For sure. Well, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, just think as a Nebraska fan, if Casey Thompson got COVID on Friday, what would this line be? It would definitely be probably upwards of 10 points towards Indiana, mm-hmm. if I had to guess myself. So, yeah. So yeah. those bookies probably have like ends with the paparazzi. Oh, yeah. Right? It just oh, ends sure. with teams and with trainers. Ends <laughs> they with, know they the, know everything. They know. they know with anything. Yeah. They so, get it before ESPN does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they get the they get the inside. Yeah. So, uh, recap. So the first one was called what? The the spread. So or, that's the yep. so that's your that's your plus or minus on points. Yes, sir. And then the second one was called money line. Money line, which that's is your just win pick or em. lose. Yep. All right. So then, what do we got there? The last one is over under, which they set a point total, which both teams climb to. Okay. So Indiana and Nebraska, just keep example with this, is at 60 right now. Okay. So if both teams score 30, yep. it, it pushes. If one team's if the end score is 33 to 30, it's an over. If it's 28 to 27, it's an under. So and those are all minus one ten bets as well. That you just, you know, pick the over and then put a hundred dollars on it and then uh one ten on it to win a hundred. Okay. And you and you could and it's it goes both ways. So like yes, you sir. could pick the under and bet one ten and get a hundred. Yes. Okay. So you're risking ten percent of your dollars or whatever, basically. Yes. That that's that's the juice. But that, it's it's a it's it's almost like a fifty fifty. Yes. Yeah. 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 No matter what, yeah. that that's that's a big line in sports betting is the over under line. Are you over it? Are you under it? Where you at? Gotcha. And it's it's amazing how close those get dialed in. But once again, that over under line. <laughs> is being set to draw action and even action. It wants half of the population 
to bet the over. It wants the other half to bet the under. Yeah. And then the books will just rake in the vigorous, the juice. So does the over underline move? Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And it's the same thing where you, if you lock it in, yeah. if you locked it in at 60, mm-hmm. that's where you're at. But it might move to 70 here yeah. in a few days. Yeah. Um, mostly like what we see is it, it, it probably moves three points okay. either direction from when it when it opens up. Okay. Um, so I don't know where this line, you know, started, but I, if I had to guess, it was probably down downwards of 57, 58 points. And since people have been hitting the over on this, okay. it's, it's going to okay. climb. Okay. So it could be up to, you know, 63 or 62 by the time kickoff, uh, because I think a lot of people are just putting this as a shootout between us and that Indiana because nobody has defense. So yeah. do you guys differ on your over under in all your bets or you ever uh, a lot of times we do and mm-hmm. and uh so then you argue uh, i mean some banter <laughs> a we'll little call bit it banter a little bit <laughs> like um, healthy banter healthy <laughs> banter yeah and, and i i do think that's so i've and i've heard back uh on you know people listening to our show they appreciate that it's not a, a boxed up he says one thing then i just counter with the other yeah. a lot of times mm-hmm. we do agree you know but there will be times, and you cannot kind of the show within the show. If we're going back and forth quite a bit, and we are, we're I'm on one side, he's on the other. That might be a bet that you just want to stay away from. Yeah, you know what oh, I mean. Just okay. just sidestep it because there's just there's just too much going on there. It's too close of a call. Forget it. Yeah. But if there's you know something where both like yeah, it's in the bag. I'd probably feel better about you know okay. making a For making sure. a wager on that. Yeah. So I think that's that's. I don't know what you think about it. I don't know if you picked up on all that or not, but I probably am not as clear as you, but I am a twenty-four ounce you do white have a claw. Big, drink over big there. dog. No laws with the claws, though. You know? right. No laws um, with the claws. But yeah. I, I definitely have a better understanding. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that no, that's great. So I definitely have a better understanding as well. Um, one of the things that I wanted to touch on that you've touched on a little bit, Andy, and I think you guys probably know a little bit about this is. What has happened with betting, gambling in general in Nebraska? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's relevant to to our our, our audience and what we normally yeah. talk about. And, and I'm glad you went back there because I wanted to get it right. It's mm-hmm. the National Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association, the governing body of the horse tracks. Those have always been up and running in Nebraska. I mean, they've been hanging on by a shoestring, but we still had Horsemen's Park in Omaha yes. and Fawner Park out in Grand Island. Uh, I believe there's a, a smaller track up in South Sioux City in Columbus mm-hmm. that would do maybe a yeah. handful of races. Um, but that's what made this all happen was when uh, Ho-Chunk Industries, which is basically the Winnebago tribe, got together with the NHBA of Nebraska and worked out a deal. And they wrote it so there's going to be huge property tax relief from a lot of this money being made. And that, that just sent the tilt so far in one way where, you know, Voters, people that do yeah. vote, property taxes is a big thing. Okay, so here's something that's going to bring that down. So it took a long time to figure it out and to write up legislation that wouldn't get shot down. And not only did it not get shot down, but all three gambling, casino, horse raising measures that weren't in, uh, all all three passed. I mean, like two of them by 68%. Okay, and this was last year? This was in November, yes. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So then, the all these all these places, all these spots, all these uh, horse horse tracks, yep, they all had to kind of build out, or they're doing that right now, making some that. room right now. They're doing that. bringing in machines, yep. mm-hmm. 
table games and stuff like that too, yeah. I assume. Yeah. You're also seeing yeah. a land grab of, you know, because right now, if you have a horse track, you can build a casino. So now, <laughs> you know, people and entities that have the 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 disposable income, they're building horse tracks or they're trying to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one's trying to be built up in Norfolk, Nebraska. And of course, there's a, a lot of people up in Norfolk that doesn't like that. So that's a back and forth. But it it's the ball's bouncing uh, and it, it's happening across the board. Well, that's what I was just going to say. It's got to be happening in other states. It's, mm. I mean, obviously, oh, it's yeah. not oh, just yeah. Nebraska. Yeah. Nope, I mean, it's all across. Yep. And, and part of, and a, a, a guy that I know that um, is into it and has been, you know, that I'll ask for advice. Um, he he attributes a lot of it to, like you were saying, fantasy football, mm-hmm. but DraftKings and FanDuel, which was basically fan, fantasy sports. Right. But then ESPN a couple of years ago started pushing it big time into where when they do highlights, you see that minus 175, right. you know, Cleveland Browns versus the, mm-hmm. you know, Indianapolis Colts, like you see the odds, and they're Sports Center's biggest show, other than live games. When you say is Scott Van Pelt, no doubt. And his his biggest segment, I think the one that gains the most traction and viewership, is called Bad Beats, and it's all about sports betting and just outlandish, crazy things happening, like a a fumble into the end zone that gets recovered for a touchdown. <laughs> That totally throws the point spread. Oh, well, you just saw it on uh, Thursday night football last Thursday. Is that the under was hitting all until the last play of the game, where the guy fumbled it into the end zone, and then the over hit. So oh, everybody that had money gosh. on the under got screwed out of their money on right at the, the end, last, last play of the game. <laughs> okay. And yeah, yeah, a bad beat is a bet that looks like a better is going to win, and then doesn't right at the end. Okay, so I kind of like bad the. Beat. Who does that where they're like, come on, man. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I like that's those. Sunday NFL countdown okay, okay. for sure. We're, we're, Joel will play anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Joel watches that. Yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. Anyways, so. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. So it's 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 very interesting, too, being here in Nebraska and growing up here and all the stuff that we've seen where mm-hmm. the casinos, <clears throat> excuse me, the riverboat casinos had popped up across the river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, back when we were kids, for sure. And mm-hmm. everyone around here was like, well, why can't we have that around here? You know, and it was this battle for, right. gosh, years and years and yep. years. years. Yeah. And now here within the last year or so, they've decided, well, you know, and I'm sure there's a lot of moving pieces on the back end, which would probably be a super interesting podcast as well if we right. get somebody to speak about how all this right. went down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, they decided horse tracks and we're going to have a Native American tribe Mm-hmm. Run this thing. Yes. Well, and, right. I mean, they're the ones that kind of paid for a lot of. They it. were pushing the envelope. Yeah, they're, with they're it. pushing it. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. they were they were kind of like at the tip of the spear of making this yes. happen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, it it really is fascinating, and Jared and I actually have a different perspective on it than most uh, within the state of Nebraska. In that, uh, when when we we're still in school, a casino did get built in Nebraska. Totally really? illegal. Totally illegal. Yep. Uh, how do you say that? Ohia? Ohia. Ohia. Up on the Santee tribe up in northeast Nebraska. And I remember that went up when I was like a junior or a sophomore in high school. And all they had were slot machines and video stuff. And I was in Boy State. So we went to Boy State. And, you know, you got to listen to a bunch of politicians talk and clap for them. You know, yep. pretty fun, riveting stuff when you get elected. Um, and one of uh, the part of the diversity side of it, they had... Uh, a chief get up there and talk a Native American. And after he did his talk, um, it got opened up to a Q&A. 
And one of the, and I was so happy to hear it, a kid from Verdigree mm-hmm. down the you know street from us, neighboring towns, it was uh, what seven miles from the casino. Yep. Asked asked the chief, hey, um, gambling's illegal in Nebraska. However, the Santee tribe opened a casino within the state. <laughs> What do you think about? I mean, is that morally right? I mean, I mean, it's illegal. And his answer to that was, uh, you know, the Santee tribe's been up in northeast Nebraska for a long time, and no one's bothered them, so I don't see why I have to bother them now. <laughs> like that was the answer. That, that was, was the answer. I'm like, no, no, no. Please it, tell me. Yeah, it, yeah. Like that can't be. <laughs> anyway, uh, the story I always got from it is the feds or whoever or state government would go in there and lock freeze their bank account mm-hmm. and then they'd just say piss on it we'll open another one yeah <laughs> so, like, huh. so yeah. how long were they operating forever They've, it's never, never stopped. Oh, it's never stopped they just yeah. built oh. they just built a bigger newer one uh five years ago beautiful oh, golf stop. course in a beautiful golf course and everything it yeah just bigger casino yeah nobody messes with them yeah uh, awesome. We oh, took, okay. <laughs> we took one of Ashley's students that wanted to get into deer hunting up to Lynch uh-huh. uh, to uh, to kind of introduce her. And we we got her uh, a deer. It was oh. a lot of fun. And she was taking all these political classes in college at the time. And she brought that up. And the professor said, nah. And she took a picture of it with her cell phone and showed the class. He goes, sit down. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I won't say the student or the college. Yeah. But I mean- yeah. That was here in the state. Wow. Still want to acknowledge it. You want to talk about turning a blind eye. Huh. You know? Crazy. <laughs> I didn't crazy. even know that was there. Did you? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not supposed to know it's there. So it's been legal what? for us for Wait, a long time. Wait, but then who goes yeah. to it if no one knows it's there? Us. All the yeah. locals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, they get good acts. Like, they, they advertise. Do. They have okay. good country music singers, the whole yep. nine yards. Okay. Magicians, all that kind of stuff. It, Golf courses. But it's, it's, uh, it is frequented by... You know the neighboring counties, and uh, probably anybody within an hour, you know, commute to there. Yeah, it, it's a happening place. It party buses, everything go there all it's the time. Nice, they it's a nice casino. They keep their advertisements out of like the local big cities. Like, I don't know. Cause don't advertise in Omaha I, or something. I don't know. There's there's huge signs right out of Norfolk, right outside of Sioux City, right outside. Of I got a mail here. I got a mailer here from you him. Did? You did? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how they got my name, but Well, because you've been yeah. to the casino. You go to he signed up for the, the sports book. Yeah, yeah. you did. <laughs> signed up for the player's card. But <laughs> no, it's uh, it, like you said, it's an anomaly, and they advertise as big as you know as they want to. Yeah, and they're on the radio. It seems like it's always happening. So, hmm. so the, um, the, the, the complaint you mm-hmm. know, from folks on this side of the river has always been, Everyone's going to the river boats, mm-hmm. and all of our money's going over there, and tax mm-hmm. dollars, and so on For and sure. so forth. Do you know with all these casinos that they're opening on all these tracks, is that tax dollars for our state now? Is Huge. that how that's yeah, working? Yeah, time. That's how they got it passed. We're going back to, and I probably breezed over that. Uh, yeah, I, you did say a little something. Yeah, about, yeah. The, um, a big part of it, the the verbiage in there was it's going to supply tax relief on property taxes. Okay. Well. I mean, who who actually gets out and votes? It's people that own property that pay property taxes. Mm-hmm. That's the majority of your voters right mm-hmm. there. And it's a huge problem. Now, I, I don't want to call it a problem, but it's something that always gets brought up. And it's something that Nebraska's property taxes are way higher than a lot of other states. Oh, no doubt. You know, um, and Iowa's one of the lower ones. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just, just right there. They're the lower. So uh, they, uh, the lawyers and people that got together – with the National Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association and Ho Chunk Industries, the Winnebago Tribe, when they wrote this and put this all together, 
they did it beautifully. And it was written in such a way that, you know, people that pay taxes, people that like to gamble, people that like sports, people that like to go out and watch music acts, they're all going to vote yes on it. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. That is. Yes. Man. So some crazy stuff going on in the, <laughs> yes, in sir. the Nebraska yeah. over the last year or two, gambling-wise. Yeah, so but got, you guys are kind of at the forefront of it. Well, and, and that was a big part of why I wanted to get our podcast launched mm-hmm. because I wanted to get out ahead of it. Uh, we are Nebraska's only sports betting podcast, you know, so we're the first and we're the only right now. And I'm sure there's going to be followers. I'm sure, you know, there's going to be sure. some Nebraska guys cropping up, popping up here and there. Uh, one thing that I did find when I was doing a lot of research, you know, over what to talk about and how to talk about it was that people that already had sports betting podcasts, they shut it down when it's not football season. Right. Mm. Or they just shut it down altogether. You know, they did like, they call it podcast fade. You know, they did 12, 15 sure. episodes yeah. or five. And I thought, you know, this is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. So a lot of what I thought was going to be our competition wasn't even in the game at that time. So we we launched it uh, first week in January, and we've had at least one show every week since then. And about a month ago, we got picked up by an ESPN radio affiliate. I was just going to say. So, Ooh. yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Feel pretty good about that. Heck, and, yeah. Uh, we play on Thursday <clears throat> afternoons and Saturday mornings. So, nice. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, now since I'm learning, the name Where's the Line is brilliant. Totally makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Yep. it makes way more sense yeah. <laughs> today <laughs> well, than it ever has. <laughs> and I was thinking shorthand, you call it WTL. Yeah. WTL. Yeah. WTL. Yeah. Cool. Good Looking stuff. Looking at that nice hat that you got. Yeah. Going on over yeah. There. Like I said, he's the smart one and I'm the swag one. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know some good embroidery guys. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Well, I, I can say for sure that I've learned some stuff. Agreed. Yeah. I feel better about it. Yeah. All right. Me too. Good deal. Thanks, Heck guys. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Cool. Thanks so, for uh, in. man, I'm sure we'll think of some other stuff. You guys are gonna. You guys still gonna stay full at it when football's over and all that? Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's plenty to bet on, and you know, uh, baseball's on strike. Remember that earlier this season, Major yep. League Baseball. So people started watching Japanese baseball. Mm. That's still a thing. Like people are still yeah. betting on Japanese because oh, yeah. it's yeah. zany, it's wild, it's crazy. Like yeah. we never talked about it, but we might. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah, like yeah. to get into some of that stuff, or like there's nothing else going on except a fishing tournament or something. Yeah, and you're like, oh, oh it, man, look it, at that. <laughs> Check out that. Now it's big yeah. old bass. He just pulled in. Oh, it, Bubba, you knew Bubba was gonna get it. <laughs> it's crazy. No, we have covered uh, multiple things on the podcast. Obviously, we're talking about NASCAR, hockey, baseball, mm-hmm. UFC, boxing. Uh, yeah, pretty much anything that has a line to it, we'll talk about it, and it's all year round. So, Dude, yes. Cool. We cool. talked about USFL, that football mm-hmm. league, you know, that started <laughs> up again. Right. And that, that's some zany stuff because they had like three-point conversions, four-point conversions. Yeah, <laughs> after the lines are crazy. Huh. Wow. So, awesome. yeah. Yeah, we're a year-round entity. Cool, cool. Nice. Well, it's fun, guys, man. I uh, appreciate you guys taking the time to do yeah. it. Yeah, I know this is, us. this is the night that you guys are normally recording your WTL, and you took a little time to do this. So, Heck, yeah. Yeah, yeah. works right, out well, good. Thanks. Sounds good. Cool. So I'm going to close it out. All you right. guys got anything else? Nope. Peace. Later. All right. See ya. Check you later.